RadioInfluence.com. It's Live Bold and Boss Up time. And guess what? It's the month of March, which means it's International Women's Month. So here to help us celebrate is Vasti Amaro. And she is a holistic life coach guiding people to become the whole human being that they were purposed to be. She is also director for Women of Color Golf. And this is all after her 30 years of working in the government agencies and global firm. Welcome to the show, Vasti Amaro. We are so excited to have you. Thank you, Ashley, for that wonderful introduction. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited about this because I feel like kind of you're living my dream of like, you know, what I want to do is just like step out of the corporate world, do something on your own and for yourself. And like you said, reinvent yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, isn't it funny, Stephanie, that this is our era. I say our era, women's era. Uh, we just celebrated the one, 100th year anniversary last year of uh, the women's uh, right to vote. And here we are really just launching off. And we're really impacting industries that have typically been a, a male dominant industry. Uh, I can talk about transportation. I can talk about golf. I can talk about sports because I've lived through it. And when you mentioned me reinventing myself, you know, I was blessed with a very good career um, working for, like you said, both the government agency, public side and private side and then global firms and helping, you know, mergers and acquisitions and then starting my own firm. Uh, And in that transportation space, I was probably usually the only woman in the room. Um, I was the only woman in the boardroom. I always felt that I belonged. And so I never let my gender uh, slow me down or make me feel any less. And that probably has been a catalyst for my success. So here we are 30 years later, and um, I just felt in my spirit that it was time to do something new. And so I went for it. Nice. Awesome. Tell us about the creation of WOCG, the Women of Color Golf. Like, tell us about that. How did that kind of get created, right? Where did that passion come from? Interestingly enough, a similar story from an amazing woman, our founder women of, uh, of Women of Color Golf is Clemmie Perry. Clemmie also came from a male-dominant uh, global uh, space in, in um, uh, training and technology. And after she was laid off, she had to reinvent herself. And one of the things she decided to do is try to go out and play golf. And when she went out, she quickly realized that uh, no one looked like her. Uh, This is a African-American woman and um, also a background in sports. She's been a cheerleader for the Miami Dolphins and Tampa Bay Bucks. And she ran track. A lot of similar stories that she and I have of our, our background. She just realized that no one looked like her. She didn't feel like she fit in. And so she went off on this um, mission to start the nonprofit of Women of Color Golf to uh, help uh, women of color to play recreational golf, to socialize, to network, um, and also realize that there's an opportunity here with this industry. Mm -hmm. No, I like that because I think oftentimes in the professional world, golf is just kind of a sport that a lot of people play. 
And I know Ash and I, we love playing golf. We're not very good at it, um, but we do like playing. I so, was going to say, speak for yourself. <laughs> she's right. But it's all good. And, and see, that is what I love about women of color golf. Unlike the other golf associations, the spirit of the mission for women of color golf is number one, to give women access who normally would not have ever even thought that they could even play the game. Um, and it's helpful for recreation, for social, for networking opportunities, health and body and mind and spirit, which aligns with what I am teaching uh, to my clients. And lo and behold, there's a niche. Women of color golf have trained women who normally would not have otherwise probably decided to play the game more so than the industry itself has been able to pick impact uh, women of color. So uh, we know that we're onto something. Uh, our founder, Clemmy, has really put together her expertise in training and technology to uh, reach people through social media. She's a, an amazing social media influencer. Uh, she's a community impactor. I mean, she comes from a family of women leaders in our community who um, really led, uh, paved the way trailblazers in education. Her mother um, recently um, just had a, a, a proclamation dedicated to her through the Reddick James Elementary uh, School where we are going to launch the Girls on the Green program. Um, you know, if you don't mind, I just, I'd love to segue into that because that's the other arm of women of color golf, if that's okay, Stephanie. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So the other arm of women of color golf is, uh, girls on the green tee. And that program is actually bringing golf to younger girls, right? Girls from the age of 10 to 17 and women of color golf has been named the PGA charity of the year for that program, receiving $30,000. Uh, we are doing a soft pilot launch uh, at James Elementary, uh, which is predominantly African-American um, uh, students. Um, and that launches um, March 22nd. It's a five-week program where we're actually going to meet the students where they are, right? Because these are students that are not, they don't have access, they don't have transportation, they don't have have the means or the ways to be invited to to even pick up the game of golf so we are tailoring this program to meet the girls where they are so we will take the program to the school i have the privilege of uh, being able to uh, be the director of that program uh, once it launches after this pilot so once we start at james elementary the next school season in the fall we'll then take the program for a full year to ready uh, reading elementary school which is the school named after clemmy's mother you Aww. see how fitting it is and how women are doing things. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. So I'm really excited about that. As a, as a young athlete, I'm an athlete by nature. Um, it was sports that actually uh, catapulted me out of poverty. Um, and um, I played volleyball, basketball, ran track. But uh, it was the coaches that mentored me and gave me an opportunity and met me where I was at that afforded me an opportunity to get an education um, going off to college on a basketball scholarship. The rest is history, right? And so this is why we know this program is important um, so that uh, number one, girls of color, and number two, uh, girls that normally wouldn't have the opportunity or the access or the means can be afforded the opportunity to have the same access, same um, athletic opportunities as anyone else's. And we know studies show that the athletic programs in the schools um, 
is, uh, does make an impact in the education of our students. So um, we are, you know, we are intentional about impacting our community. And I personally uh, am uh, dedicated to the next generation. That is so exciting. Congratulations on that nomination. That is Thank you. huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're excited. You know, Valspar uh, Tournament um, nominated us. So uh, it's part of their charity program. We're going to get to be a part of the Valspar um, PG, PGA Tournament coming up uh, end of April. So, uh, you know, it's wonderful to be respected and acknowledged by the golf industry. Yeah. Right. And that's great. Is this the only organization like this or are there others? There are other um, uh, women of color um, golf organizations. There's Sisters Across America. Uh, There's Black Girls Golf. There is a Latin um, organization out of California. And I'm glad you asked that, Stephanie, uh, because there's a reason why these organizations exist, Mm -hmm. because... uh, we were not afforded the opportunities uh, to have the access that uh, everyone should have. And so in every community, there's been one Clemmy Perry that, you know, that's when they say one person can make a difference that realized um, a need or that there's a gap um, or there's a, a social or justice um, need in the community. And they've been trailblazers to start something, do something about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and lo and behold, you have these, organizations popping up, well, the industry is starting to realize that if they want to reach uh, that minority group, which they're realizing they need to uh, because they have a strong diversity and inclusion initiative, uh, these grassroots initiatives are pretty much the solution to what they're trying to do because we understand our community, we understand our culture, and and we've done something about it. And so we are excited because we are partnering with the uh, golf industry. We have a good relationship with the LPGA, PGA, um, USGA, our founder is on the World Foundation Golf Foundation. Uh, So we are being recognized and we are being taken seriously. Uh, And so we are excited for what the future is going to look like for women of color golf and just women in general in sports and the golf industry. No, that is very exciting. Um, Who can get involved in the Women of Color Golf organization? Everyone. Everyone. Um, I encourage you all to uh, visit womenofcolorgolf.org. Again, that's womenofcolorgolf.org. We are always looking for corporate sponsors. Uh, We are looking for grants, right? Because these programs don't fund themselves. I like to um, really recognize our uh, founder. She has been funding this organization on her own for seven years. Seven years. And, you know, we, we realize that there is a disconnect with the philanthropic dollars that are made affordable and available to organizations uh, that are for of women of color and Hispanic women. And so we are trying to bridge that gap so that the funding um, can be made available to organizations like ours. Uh, and so that the legacy can continue and the mission can be served globally. Uh, and so that that's a big that's a huge challenge that we are facing this year. We are on the cuff of really taking off and really growing, how, but we need the funding to sustain the organization. Also, for individuals who are interested in maybe playing golf, learning golf, maybe a little intimidated. Uh, Stephanie maybe want to up their you know their game a little bit. We we do offer clinics. Um, it is a friendly environment. It's social. It's not 
hardcore uh, golfers who uh, don't have the patience for beginners. We are a safe place for beginner golf uh, golfers, and uh, we have clinics around uh, uh, around the year. And so you can also find information about those clinics at the womenofcolorgolf.org website. And also we have social events. We have access. I mean, we, our members get to go to um, events like uh, Valspar Tournament. Myself and a couple of other members and board members got a chance to go to the Home of Golf in St. Andrew, Scotland, when our advisory board member and, tra- and trailblazer of golf, Renee Powell, was honored by the St. Andrews University by naming a hall after her. And we were invited to travel with her. I would have never probably had that opportunity if I wasn't a woman of color golf member uh, or an advisory board member. So those are the kind of access and social events that uh, we also have going on. We just are uh, coming off of our golf classic uh, that we held in conjunction with the NFL alumni during the Super Bowl of golf. That was really awesome. Uh, We sold out in a day. Uh, We exceeded our fundraising goals for the uh, Girls on the Green Tea program. And we walked away with a, uh, an awesome new partner in the NFL. So we're really proud of that. You should be. That's awesome. What part of your job is the most interesting? Like, what do you love most about it? Oh, my God. Can I just say serving people? So when I can see that the next generation uh, is going to be better off and don't, and don't have to have the the challenges or the stumbling blocks or make the mistakes that I made because I didn't have uh, the opportunities or the mentoring or the coaching that, that, you know, is afforded to the next generation that fulfills me. And that's why I shifted from being an, uh, a businesswoman, executive woman to a woman that is uh, focused on leaving a legacy uh, to fulfilling my true purpose, which I know my purpose is uh, leading and coaching uh, people and particularly women. Um, so when I see someone learning something new or uh, taking an interest or reaching their goals um, or having access open to them where they normally wouldn't have, that's when I know I am uh, being my my truest, authentic person fulfilling my purpose. You right? love that. Yes. Um, so what for being the holistic life coach, what is, um, cause I'm so interested in that. Like, what is like one piece of advice that you would give someone who maybe wants to like move forward in their career or take the next step or I don't know, or even figure it out. Like I think some right. people don't even know yes. how to figure yeah. that part out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great question. Thanks for asking. I am a true believer that um, we have to know ourselves in order to know where we're going um, and that includes knowing your history, right? Knowing from where you've come, uh, knowing uh, what moves you, what inspires you, and then living your truest authentic self. And so part of my program, if you can imagine a wheel, um, I look at the person as a wheel and the spokes are parts of the being, right? So you have the spiritual, the physical, the nutritional, the emotional, mental, relational, social, and even the sensual. So these are the parts of the being that we are not taught about, right? Our our education system is focused on a few things, right? The physical, the nutritional, science. um, You know, we do some social and, um, but we leave the other part of the being out. And so what I like to bring into my program is the other spokes 
of the wheel so that we're complete. And since we don't have the full time for me to go into all the spokes, I'll give you the one tidbit. And I like to start with just the spiritual, right? Because if we can start from where, who we are inside as, as an individual, um, we can then figure out the rest from there. So I like for uh, people to start from within. Uh, I like to say, look at the mirror, right? And, and who you're looking at, that's who you need to be focused on first. So if we can go within and focus on myself, the being, um, then we can start focusing on the external. And I believe that society is just missing that piece, right? Um, why people are so empty and lost and, you know, the mental and social and, and uh, relational states that we're in is because we don't even know who we are internally as ourselves. And so there's a lot more to that. Stay tuned. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, that program and, and um, I said, stay tuned because I'm rebranding myself and I'm going to be coming out with a, 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 with a launch um, and I'm going to do that through a summit. Uh, and um, then there will be more information to come. But for now, you can reach me at uh, vastitransport at gmail.com. That's V-A-S-T-I transport at gmail.com. Stay tuned. That's great. We'll include these links and the emails in our summary at the bottom of the podcast. So that way people can have access to it and, and reach you. Easily. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you. And I appreciate you talking with us today. I'm excited about the, um, the women in color golf. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to check it out more and learn more. And I would love to get involved and in, um, as well as hearing more about your next chapter and um, you know, more to come on that. So I'm excited to hear about, I'm excited to hear about that. <laughs> I can't talk. Very good. And you know, last but not least, I would be remiss if we didn't recognize our trailblazer of women in golf. And that's Dr. Renee Powell. Uh, she also has a beautiful story. You know, her father was the one that taught her um, all about golf. He um, actually uh, designed developed and operated the first uh, uh, African-American golf course in the United States. And uh, she has continued her father's legacy in that. They're celebrating their 75th anniversary. So um, that's Clearview Golf uh, Course. And so we also want to advertise that as well. If if you could please uh, share that with your listeners. Uh, There is a campaign this year, 75 for 75. So we're looking for $75 contribution to honor uh, the legacy that this family has with this uh, black owned and operated golf course in Ohio. And those proceeds will help to continue funding that very important golf course. So thank you for allowing me to give that little tidbit. She is our honorary advisory board member. Without her, we would not have the wisdom and knowledge we have to be successful with the Women of Color Golf. Nice. Thank you for bringing that up. That's, that's very important. We don't want to leave that out. Thanks. <laughs> Let's not forget our trailblazers who've uh, paved the way for us women in the next generation to have uh, afforded the opportunities that we have uh, going on um, in our lives today and in honor of uh, Women's International Month. What yeah. a beautiful way, right, to end by uh, honoring our trailblazer. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you ladies are insane, man. Until you've been doing this together for a while. How long yeah. has this podcast been on? Almost a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
We, we were roommates. We've been best friends for over 10. So. Your left and right brain are all, to, you know, working together. So right, right. Job. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Vasti. And thank you for coming on for International Women's Month. Yes. Um, it's, it's important that we recognize, you know, women like the Trailblazers and like Clemmy and yourself who, you know, make all these organizations possible for us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you both for having me and Women of Color Golf on your podcast. Congratulations on your success of launching your podcast. I look forward to following you as well. And thank you to NextPath Career Partners, who is also minority and women-owned business. We are excited to celebrate International Women's Month this March. And until next time, live bold and boss up. This is an Ian Beckles flavor in your ear quick fix on Radio Influence. I don't know why anybody's shocked that somebody in a royal family would ask Meghan Markle how what the shade of her kid is going to be. What exposure other than people working for them do you think the royal family has? Any dark people? You think? I would say not. Meghan Markle, you know, obviously she knows what could have happened with Princess Diana. Harry's seen it. He knows what it's about. And they were messing with her mental health. When you leave a palace, it's got to be a lot to drive somebody out of a darn palace where you have people, you know, hand and foot. So obviously it was ugly. And Meghan Markle was talking about it, was messing with her, you know, her mental health. And, you know, when I'm watching it, I'm watching these different shows. I happen to put it on Fox News, which is always a treat. Uh, they're blaming Meghan Markle for for outing the people at the uh, the palace. Why is that all the time? Why is it that, and I've always liked to pr- let people know that I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. But let me tell you something about Republicans. Re- Republicans, it, it's everybody that says something that happens to them, they, they want to call them a snitch. Is that snitching telling a story? They didn't even bring up names. They didn't even bring up names. And then they're going to ask the royal family, are you guys a racist family? Has anybody said, let me tell you something, even white supremacists don't say they're racist. So you're going to tell me that the royal family is going to say, yes, we're, we're a racist family. And I think people use the word racist too much. Racism is ignorance. And, and they're two different things, okay? I believe, because once again, minimum exposure to anybody that's not very white, okay? They're... They don't know what's offensive. They're not ever around black people. You can find Ian Beckles' Flavor in Your Ear on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and RadioInfluence.com.